we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for May 13th, 2018. And the uh, next part is a email I actually just got the other day from a listener. And it's entitled Cleansing the Land of Evil. So I kind of thought that this was a good one to uh, cover after we just got done covering these the altar that we were just talking about from Jekyll Island. This is a long-time listener from, um, I believe, Australia. And uh, I've actually read emails she sent before. And um, one, I believe, was, was the mall one where um, I believe she and her husband had seen these uh, hybrids, is, is all I can say. Very tall women with these guys. That was the report from that mall in Australia believe uh she is the same woman that gave me that report so she says hi dr scott i wanted to tell you a short story about taking back the defiled land for the lord i've been looking to buy a house with only a limited amount of money my options have been limited i had a list of basic requirements that i was asking the lord for and i finally found a house that was in my price range and strangely the real estate agent was willing to negotiate down to a reasonable price that i could afford Previously, while I was looking to buy a house, the Lord kept telling me that he was going to take the land from the wicked and give it to the righteous. The Bible talks about the wealth of the wicked being laid up for the righteous. There's that Bible verse. And so, uh, that, that's, that's an encouraging Bible verse. And she said, I didn't totally understand at that time what he meant other than that he had a home for me. When I first saw the house, I instantly knew that it was the house for me. This was the one the Lord had planned that I have. So as I told the real estate agent, yes, I would buy the house, he then told me the history of the house and why it was recently for sale and why it was going for such a cheaper price. I'm kind of surprised because normally they don't even get into that. So it turns out this is a murder house. A young man was killed at the property. I've heard stories that this young man came from a Christian family. Uh, I have not read the article that I have linked for you to read, so if you choose, because I don't want to know the details, and I have stopped anyone who tells me. Uh, I really don't want to know other than the innocent blood was spilt on the land. A question, and she gave me a link to the actual report. I didn't include the link because I'm trying to keep her as anonymous as I can. Anyway, um, a question I had, I had asked myself is, maybe Satan knew beforehand that God had chosen this home for me, so he had some satanically demonic woman defile the land before I took possession of it. Or maybe since the land was defiled, the Lord wants this land healed and cleansed by the precious blood of Jesus and given to the righteous. Yeah, I would more lean toward the other. Uh, I will be moving in within the next few months with my two sons. Before I move in, I will anoint the land and the house with oil. I will really be praying the Lord cleanse and wash the land clean. With the pre precious blood of Jesus, and I will be claiming this land back for the Lord and rebuking the powers of darkness in Jesus' name. I am, I really am such a scaredy cat. <laughs> oh, that's cute. But I, I honestly, um, the Lord doesn't allow me to cower. He really does call us to be brave and to stand up for him against this wickedness. A amen. Please pray for my anointing against the powers of darkness and that the Lord will cleanse this land. Thank you. And um, so that would be something that, you know, I'm sure she would appreciate 
my listeners praying about as well. And uh, so my I, I gave her just a, a brief response. I said, yes, I will do so. And I will read this in an upcoming teaching, Keeping You Anonymous. And that was literally tonight. Okay, so then I go on to say, so see the attachments for more for more potential help, and as soon as you take possession of this house, make sure you're playing the Bible, preferably the book of Revelation, 24-7 somewhere in the house. It does not have to be loud, but I am a firm believer that the word of God is like poison to the devils. Also, remitting the sins over the lane is very important. Now, I'm going to kind of get into that a little bit here. Uh, and then I, I expanded on a little bit about getting the King James Bible CD, um, these evil entities cannot stand the word of God. Uh, they really don't like the book of Revelation, most likely because it reminds them of where they're going to end up, which is the lake of fire, ultimately. And then it, the Bible says, that the Lord said, I have exalted my word above my name. So the word of God is our most powerful weapon. Jesus himself, I mean, it's the only offensive weapon actually mentioned in the full armor of God. I'm not saying it's, it is our only offensive weapon, um, but in the armor of God arsenal, the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God, is the only offensive weapon that's listed. Uh, Jesus himself would only quote scripture to Satan when dealing with him, meaning Satan, and it worked. I have done this for years, and I can attest to its effectiveness, meaning having a the KJV Bible playing somewhere in the house 24-7. Uh, you can even leave it playing at a low level, but the um, evil entities will know it is there. So... That is something I'd highly recommend. Uh, the last CD player I got is working really good, man. I've had that thing going for a while now. Do not get a cheap CD player. Like one you get at like Big Lots or something or one of these stores uh, that's like 20 bucks. Don't, you're, it's only going to last you, who knows, a few months, six months, typically at max. You're going to have to replace it. Get a better one, one that's like either a, they've got them where they've got work models and like sport models, meaning that they're, they're more sturdier, that the componentry is better. Yeah, you're going to pay a little extra money, but it's going to last a lot longer. So I even had a listener make me a, um, uh, like a player for it, which just has revelation, but it's, it's just like a one-off that, that, that he made works great. It has just a toggle switch. It goes. It's either on or off. It's really good, but it, it's you know he just made it for me. It's it's not like I can point you to a place. I think that Wonder Bible thing. I never did find out. Uh, you know, um, if you could just uh, play it on the Book of Revelation over and over. Not to say playing the whole Bible's you know not effective, uh, but they never really got back to me. And I think that the Wonder Bible may actually be New King James which I wouldn't do that. I would only do KJV. And I have a, even a link in here. If you don't think there's a difference, there's a link you can click here. It's called the True Preserve Word of God. And there's a link to the KJV, which goes all into that. So, um, and then what I did also, as I said, also see these teachings. I did a teaching on 422 of 12. And the in the, the end of it, because I list the table of contents here, is um, a listener comment and Henry Groover, the prayer walker. We got into that, which is kind of very, very much related to what we just covered with this Tim Benz. And then also, then I did a section on spiritual warfare, remitting 
uh, remitting sins prayer guidelines. Uh, Jesus said, whatever sins uh, ye remit are remitted, and whatever sins ye retain are retained. That was like the first, one of the very first things that he ever told his disciples once he actually manifested after the crucifixion, when he actually appeared to them, it said he breathed on them and he said, receive ye the Holy Ghost. And then he said, whatever sins you remit are remitted and whatever sins you retain are retained. So we get into what that actually means in this particular study. There's hardly anybody that ever talks about that verse. Preachers and stuff. And, and it's, it's, you know, I'm not saying it's the easiest thing to, to know exactly what Jesus, Jesus was in reference to there. But we get into that in the teaching. So you can click on that link. I give that to you. And then I also have four other teachings I listed on overcoming, protection, meekness, answered prayer, fear, uh, faith and fear of the Lord, part one and two. And then in precatory prayer, Psalm 64, God's judgment on wickedness, a Christian's door of hope. That's one of the main ones that's changed my life. And then the biblical keys to answer prayer. So I give all the links to all those here in the PDF you want to reference that all right so let's go further now we're going to actually switch gears again and this is a report i believe by la morzuli are hybrid beings walking amongst us so let's go ahead and play this special guest here, as you can see him on the screen, is Al Matthews. Al became the centerpiece, I can use that word in, in our film, uh, The Watchman Chronicles, in their own words, UFOs are real. Um, Al has had been abducted many times, has had lots of close encounters with the, of the first, second, third, and fourth kind. And um, uh, in the film, I, I'll just sort of give it away, Al, Al became a Christian after a certain uh, encounter that he had and uh, he called me and uh, actually through Gordy Tong and uh, we we conversed and we gave him some materials and uh, uh, Al came to know Jesus and since then the abductions have, have completely stopped so we're not we're not afraid or ashamed of saying that there's someone greater than these entities who come in and do things that uh, most people would look at as absolutely abhorrent but Al is with us today because he encountered a woman fairly recently, to the best of my knowledge, uh, and I'll just let him tell the story. So, Al, what happened? <laughs> this, the high strangeness uh, never ends, L.A. Nice to chat with you again. Um, once again, I was doing a move last week uh, for um, a couple of uh, girls out in Vancouver. Uh, one of the girls I had met before, she was not there for the move. She was at work. So the other daughter was there, she's about 18 years old, and the mom was there to help her. Just awesome people, the mother was so nice, very polite, and uh, as usual, what I do is I like to, uh, uh, you know, uh, start up a conversation, where are you originally from, how long have you lived in BC? She told me, oh, I, I lived in Ottawa for uh, a bunch of years, I was in the government. And they go, oh, really, I was, uh, I was raised in Ottawa and lived there for 34 years and uh, had a place in the Gatineau's. And she goes, oh, why did you move out here? <laughs> and I said, you really want me to tell you? She goes, yeah, why not? <laughs> and I told her, um, do you believe in UFOs? 
and she's there standing beside her daughter. Her daughter was probably about 18. And they looked at each other and smiled. And then she said, yes, I believe in UFOs. Why? What happened? And I said, I, I had multiple abductions. Um, I met a hybrid that was out here that shape-shifted her eyes. And once again, they looked at each other and she goes, well, I was married to a hybrid. Wow. And I go, what? <laughs> and she goes, my husband was not fully human. Oh. And I go, you're kidding me. And she goes, no, 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 I'm not kidding you. There's lots of people walking amongst us that are not human. Let me let me stop you right there for a second, Al. You just said walking amongst us, and that's what now again. If you reference my last mega teaching I did on on this whole alien agenda and the information on that particular gentleman, I, his name is escaping me now. That wrote that whole book on they walk among us is the name of the book. And how the, the hybrids and the hybrids and how they're being integrated into society and exactly how they do it and, and how they move into, you know, typically bigger cities and, and into apartment complexes and things of this nature. And, uh, you know, the whole hierarchy of how that all works. This is just pure confirmation of that. This is getting more and more and more prevalent. And again, this is not a subject typically the, the church will even remotely touch. But when they make their big debut, they're already they're already here amongst us. And the church is not going to have any answer for this. That whole thing about, you know, you're going to have egg on your face or whatever. I mean, it's going to be too late for the church when they make their big debut to come and to try to come to the rescue and say, well, see, we told you so. No, you actually never told us nothing. I thought that you were, you know, a true shepherd has you know love for the sheep and they're supposed to warn the flock about these types of things and i understand a lot of pastors have no clue about this type of stuff but you know we're we're living in the biggest time of deception the world has ever known jesus said as it was in the days of noah so shall it be in the days of the coming of the son of man what was the biggest thing going on in noah's day hybrids that was the biggest thing Fallen angels had come, the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair, they took them wise, all that they chose, and they bore them giants, the Nephilim, the men of old, the men of renown is how they're referred to. And so we're supposed to be looking for that to happen again, and it is. It's just much more covert now. But there's, there's going to come a day where it's not covert, and these things are going to take their masks off. And most people are going... In, Christians included are going to be in abject horror and there's going to be a lot that fall away from the faith because they've never been told about this they're not going to have a biblical answer for it they were their their house was never built on the solid rock of Christ Jesus most likely I don't want to judge I'm just saying it's probably going to go down that way I mean Satan's planning it to go down that way he wants to do have a massive thing like this where everybody's going to fall away or a lot of people are going to fall away from the faith and what does the bible say in second thessalonians chapter two that there's going to come a falling away and then that wicked capital w the antichrist will be revealed well, we're, we're firmly in the time period of the falling away okay and again it says it goes on to say and for this cause in second thessalonians chapter 2 and for this cause god shall send them strong delusion that they will believe a lie that they might all be damned who received not the love of the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness well i think this is the backbone of the coming strong delusion i think this is one of the the main aspects to it and we have i mean hollywood's been preparing us for this for decades 
and a lot of other, you know, the, the abductions and all the stuff that these people that are being abducted are being told when they come back, you know, it's always about deny Jesus, we're your creators, we're, we're the ones that made you, Jesus is just a, a lower hierarchy of, the, of one of us ascended masters, soon we'll be coming back to police our little science project that we made, you know, via the, you know, the whole theory of the ancient astronaut theory, I'll get into a little bit more on that later, and it's this big lie that's being perpetuated. The people that do channeling, it's the same thing. You know, the same types of messages they're getting. So let's continue with this. Really interesting because that's the title of Dr. David Jacobs' book, Walking Amongst yes, Us. Yes, Dr. David and, Jacobs. And Dr. David... That, that's, that's the guy that I, I did the study on. And, um, you can reference it. Just key an alien in the keyword search box and um, or alien agenda, and you'll see all the ones I've... I'm going to go away from that format because I just can't, I have to just start incorporating this into my weekly uh, studies in order to actually get to it uh, properly. Because I can't, I can't set aside four weeks, which is probably what it would take me to catch up on all the alien stuff right now and the cryptozoological stuff. I can't afford to set aside four weeks to do a dedicated study on that while I've got you know, all the stuff going on in the Middle East right now on these other things. I've got to find a way to incorporate it in. So that's, I'm, I'm going to start that new format now. Jacobs has been, <clears throat> excuse me, involved in the alien abduction and consequent hybrid program for decades. And I realize a lot of people who are watching this going, oh, this is, you know, two, two guys, L.A. and Al, these guys are off their rockers. I mean, I, I totally get that. Okay, fine. But don't believe it. But all we know is um, this, this, the phenomenon is real. Dr. Jacob's book, Walking Amongst Us, and this is after decades of research, states unequivocally that the hybridization, the hybrid program between these entities and human beings have reached a point where they can now pass, the hybrid can pass as yes. fully human. So with that in mind... Okay, but he, he, needed, he left a little point there. A hybrid cannot pass as human. A hybrid is 50-50. It's half human, half, let's say, gray alien or whatever. Alien, I don't know, whatever whatever demonic entity that's interbreeding with a human woman. What can pass as a human is called a hubrid, which is then would be a quarter cast. Or uh, I guess I guess you'd say, no, I'm sorry, a half cast. Okay, no, I'm sorry. A hybrid would be, you know, half alien, half... Um, and I know alien's a bad term, but just for argument's sake, half alien, half human. And then a hybrid would be then another degradation of that. It would be like three quarters essentially human and, and one quarter alien. Okay, so those are called hybrids. And they're not human because either you're human or you're not. Their DNA has been defiled, but they're enough along f as far as breeding goes where evidently they've refined what they're doing is they they can pass for human okay and they're the really dangerous ones because you don't even know that they're a hubrid they're walking among us and literally it's an agenda to destroy to destroy humanity so that's to, to be a little more specific that's what's going on 
um, it's it's very unnerving, and that ties right into your story. So pick it up there, please. Um, that actually, I'm not easy to shock anymore. And for out of the blue, for this lady to say that with her daughter standing right there, sure, saying, um, my husband, um, when he got upset, his eyes would shape shift. When he got aroused, he would morph. His face would shape shift. And I'm, I'm just like... No, I'm not exactly sure if he's going to get into like what happened, but I'm assuming that he went from eyes with pupils to slits. I've had so many listeners report back to me. I've reported on this in previous studies where they've seen it firsthand. My daughter's seen it up close, face-to-face, okay? Um, I mean, this is happening, guys. Sorry, it's happening. These things are here. They're walking among us. But we... Through the Lord Jesus Christ, we are the ones that actually have the true spiritual power, okay? And this is why I'm doing these reports to kind of try to build our faith up and, and to arm us with scriptural um, knowledge, the, the weapons of our warfare, and, and so that if this, or when this day comes when you're dealing with one of these things, you're not going to be caught flat-footed, you know, I had an encounter with this lady, and when she got upset, her eyes shape-shifted. Okay, after she had told me that, her daughter's acting like it was nothing. She, uh, her two children, who two, her two daughters, are from this hybrid. Uh-oh. So, are they indigo children? Are they star children? Right. The lady is 100%. Just so you know, if you want to know about, more about indigo or star children... Key and indigo in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. I've done a whole study on that. Of Indian blood, um, I started questioning her like I do if you're researching this stuff, and I was absolutely shocked. She told me, L.A., she'd been on ships multiple times. She's given birth to 10 hybrid children. Oh. <laughs> Just like... It's very important for them to impregnate these these people. They they have some genetic trait they're typically looking for. They're um, typically involved in the new age. There's some genetic marker that they're looking for, and it's very important for them to impregnate these these women. They're typically taken back on board the ship after about three months. They don't need a nine month gestation period. Three months is all it's needed. Then they they harvest the hybrid or hybrid fetus, whatever is actually and then the lady all of a sudden she wakes up in her bed and she's not pregnant anymore and so much of the time um these are even happening to single women that aren't having sex with anybody they turn up pregnant and so they're like what's going on i didn't have sex with anybody and i'm pregnant and then they turn up three months later and they're not pregnant two to three to four percent of the population when when polls were done and this was a ways back Said they've been abducted. Are you telling me all these millions of people are all crazy? I don't think so. And she told me, this This blows my mind. Uh, I, as you know, I, I know a fair bit about this stuff. I researched it for a long time. She was telling me things like um, she met the Watchers on one of these ships with Jesus. I go, oh, oh really? I bet. Jesus was on a UFO. Uh-huh. And she goes, yeah, there's there's good aliens and bad aliens. I go, they're not aliens. They're demons and fallen angels. And you wouldn't have Jesus on a UFO yeah. 
with the greys, and she goes, well, the other beings were Nordic. They were human-looking. Of course. Or Palladians. She said, I said, yeah, Nordic, Palladian, same difference. Yes. I go, they shape-shift back into the greys of the reptilians. They're not... Pleiadians. Oh, we're good. We're Nordics. We're Pleiadians. I just had a listener, long-time listener the other day um, ask me about this. She had a dream about these Pleiadians or whatever. It's just, they're going to be the good cop. Okay, they're going to be the ones that say, listen, guys... Yeah, we're like the Ascended Masters. Yes, we created you millions of years ago. Ancient astronaut theory, the whole thing. You've, you've messed things up so bad with the world. We're going to come back and police our little science project. And yeah, we're working. You know, There's these there's this bad faction of aliens, and, and, and we know how to keep them in line. You know, as long as you bow down and worship us and, and, and um, do what we tell you we're going to do, work with us, um, we can keep these bad aliens at bay. And, but it's kind of a group collaborative effort and you have to be obedient. I mean, this is going to be the big lie that's, that's brought forward to us. This is what they've been saying for a long time. And they're going to, and this whole thing about Jesus, they're, that's the, who they term as Master Jesus or Esau Sananda Emmanuel. That's his other, that's his full name, Esau Sananda Emmanuel, this is the false Jesus. This is the same Jesus that is depicted in the Catholic churches, uh, that the Catholic church first gave us those images. And um, I've done a whole study on that. You know, really be very, very leery of this long-haired, good-looking Adonis, Sananda Emmanuel Jesus. The Bible said that um, about Jesus in the Bible that there was no beauty in him that we would desire him, meaning he wasn't a good-looking guy. He didn't have long hair, the Bible says, doesn't nature therefore itself teacheth us that it is a shame for a man to have long hair. That's how the Bible refers to long hair. Okay, so all those images are a lie and so many people are going to be duped just from that one thing alone when they see this fake Jesus coming back in the clouds, this Adonis looking Jesus with long hair that looks like just like all those pictures hanging in not only Catholic churches, but in a lot of people's houses, a lot of Christians' houses, a lot of churches across the land. Oh, hey, that's the, you know. And he's going to say, listen, I'm one of the ascended masters. I'm the one sent to the Christians. Um, but I'm not the most powerful one. Here's the guy you really got to look to. And ultimately, it's all going to point to the Antichrist. And in potentially Maitreya being another ascended master, I've done tons of teachings on that as well. I can't be dogmatic exactly how it's, it's all going to play out, but I think I've given in my previous studies a, a pretty good synopsis on potential scenarios, the way it may happen. Um, you, if you want to know more about that, just key in Master Jesus or Sananda and or Maitreya. I get into, I've done whole multiple dedicated studies on these subjects. It's all lining up with what we're hearing here in this particular interview and all the other alien agenda studies I've ever done. Angels of God, they're fallen. So she just sort of, you know, shook her head, whatever. She goes, I have a couple of questions for you since you know a lot about this. She goes, I have a weird mark on the back of my neck. She goes, in my purse, let me go to my purse. She goes, I'll show you a couple of pictures I took. And she showed me a picture of a scoop mark on the back of her neck. I've seen that many times. I go, she goes, do you know what that's for? They never told me. And I go, they're taking DNA from you. Right. They're either making more hybrids or cloning you. Oh, she goes, yeah, I've heard about cloning. And then she showed me a picture, which shocked me. It, she showed me a picture of her back 
covered in bruises, black, purple, blue. Mm. And I go, what's that from? She goes, that's from one of the abductions. Oh, yeah. I go, how can you say this stuff is good? Yeah. Right. They're so brainwashed. LA. So let me, let me interrupt you here. So in other words, um, that those these br- people get abused in the most horrific, satanic ways you can possibly imagine when they're abducted on these ships, but their memories are wiped, so that they're, they're either not remembering or what they are remembering is some pleasant experience. But you know, and I don't, I don't agree with hypnotic regression because that's a whole other can of satanic worms there. But the ones that are remembering or do get their memory back, it's always some unbelievable, horrific, beyond excruciating horror show that's going on there. I mean, go in, you know, I, I think a good good um, example of this is go to uh, Fire in the Sky. Uh, uh, it's the it's the scene where they're where they're uh, he's been abducted. But it's not the abduction scene, it's after that. And, and where he's on the ship, and then they do that thing where, where then they start probing him, and then they put that, that uh, I mean, it's, you know, that's, that's, that's a great example of, 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 of the trauma, uh, of, of the unbelievable, horrific torture of the experimentation that are being done on these people when they go aboard this ship. Fire in the sky. That that scene where where he's he's on the uh, uh, on the lab table there, you, know, you find that it's up there on the internet. I mean, it's I think that's pretty accurate. Bruises would only have been there if she had been beaten and, and abused. Yeah, I don't know what they're from, but she said it was after the abduction encounter, right. and she's had multiple abductions. Then I asked her questions like. You're not channeling these things. And she goes, yes, I'm into Buddhist meditation and channeling. And I go, how do you know what you're channeling? Right. She goes, it's all good for the higher purpose. Mm. Let me me stop you again there and just bring in the biblical prophetic narrative here. We're told not to channel because, first of all, channeling is an occult. um, um, uh, People that are in the occult will use this to bring in an entity the problem yeah. is there's no way to discern whether the entity is malevolent or benevolent. It's and always th- malevolent. And when you're channeling in any kind of, uh, apart from the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, any channeling is demonic. You're, you're, you're opening the door. It's just like the, the, the Ouija boards. I mean, that's like the, if you really want to bring a gigantic curse on yourself, if you want to curse like you know houses that have had the Ouija board done like one time a lot of times, you know, they're just demon infested with you know these go they're playing themselves off as ghosts but you know they're they're they initially came in through the ouija board um anything like tarot cards tarot cards will a lot of people call them or fortune telling and uh all of that divination stuff it opens the door for all this stuff to happen so i really want to stay away from it because it's opening doors you're not seeing so got to be super careful of that. The Bible says there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. Proverbs fourteen twelve and sixteen twenty five. Uh, so for this woman, well, it seems right. It's all good. No, it's not. It seems right to you, but the end thereof are the ways of death. But my heart says it feels right. The Bible says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? But the Hallmark commercials and all this stuff says, follow your heart. No, 
No. The Bible says, he who trusteth in his own heart is a fool. I believe that's Proverbs 28, 26. So no, we don't trust our own heart. Now, I'm not saying you can't be led of the Lord as a born-again Christian. But apart from the Lord Jesus Christ, you know, <laughs> you, you got to be just super, super careful. 99.9999 cases, it is guaranteed malevolent. Number one, we're told not to do this in Scripture. And the reason for this is not allowing anything to come through us. Now, what's interesting is <clears throat> you say, well, how does that work with the Holy Spirit? When the Holy Spirit speaks to us, but the Holy Spirit isn't possessing me or coming through me that way. When, when people are channeling something, they can do automatic writing like the, the psychics in Fatima 100 years ago, and they were writing from right to left, um, and that's called automatic writing, where this entity would come into a person, possess them, and then take over the hand and write. Yes. And, of course, the signature of that was Stella Matutina, the bright morning star. So we're told specifically not to channel, not to be involved in any of these things, because what we're doing is taking in the demonic. Is that a fair statement? Um, I told her, you're totally opening the door to something you do not know what you're opening the door to. Um, she was telling me things like, uh, the upgrade is coming. It's almost done. Uh, there's a higher purpose. We've been chosen. She told me when I told her my horrific encounters, she goes... Uh, the upgrade, I, I'm, I'm assuming that could be... Uh, I, I, I'm on a lot of different lists and a, a lot of them aren't Christian. I'm monitoring what the enemy is doing. And there are masses of occultists out there right now doing mass meditations in order to bring this, this upgrade, I believe is what he's in reference to, to planet earth where, uh, I believe like ultimately what it ends up in is the antichrist making his big debut, the antichrist and false prophet. But a lot of it has to do with um, a lot of this mass witchcraft going on, where they're trying to summon these 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 beings to come back to our our, our um, we're going to go to a higher consciousness. We're going to be leaving the age of Pisces, which is considered the old age that was dominated more by the archaic Jesus that was just one of them, but only had a little bit of the story right. And we're going to be in going into the age of Aquarius, the the the, the um, new world order, the the coming new age where we will be as gods. The whole thing about the Garden of Eden. This is this upgrade that, that what Satan, um, the serpent, promised Eve: you shall be as gods once you eat of this tree, um, the forbidden fruit. And so I, I believe it's a very similar thing there. They're being given this given this big satanic carrot. Uh, that, that that so many are actually buying into, and there's mass witchcraft going on on a daily basis to bring this about. Oh, that's military. That's all my life. I go. It had nothing to do with, with the, the military, military, right? Nothing. Let I me, go. You must be listening to Stephen Greer. Uh, let he me, didn't know exactly. Let me let me, let me be very uh, let very me careful, of Stephen says, Greer. Very careful about the the pied the main pied piper. Seems like a real nice guy. MD. Just wants to bring about the alien uh, disclosure and just really wants the best for humanity. No, you don't, Stephen. You're literally an emissary of Satan. Um, you know, the Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you. I pray to God if it be possible you get saved. But he's just a very slick-talking uh, devil, essentially, that is just on the spear tip of trying to get the alien disclosure in full swing so that we can get all the goodies all of this upgrade and all the technology and all this other stuff, which is so many times the motivating factor.
something which when we talked several days ago really piqued my interest. The upgrade is coming. Do you have any idea what she meant by the upgrade is coming? Oh, totally. The, the, this planet, I know people are going to think this is just nuts. There's more and more of these hybrids walking amongst us, and I know it sounds nuts. I've interviewed three or four people, two of them were abductees, that have seen these hybrids, and you can't tell the difference. You just can't. They look totally human, L.A., totally. You know, what's interesting is this goes back into our into our Watcher series where we took out the implant. So that was a, that was a different version of what, I think there's more to the upgrade than just the hybrids making their big debut. They're already here, essentially. I think this is what they're they're looking for is this upgrade to humanity uh, in general, where if we embrace this, then we're going to, you know, all, but then there's going to be all these satanic strings attached. From Bill, not his real name. And, and I posited from that, and I've written about this numerous times, uh, and I think you know where I'm going with this, that when they show up, when they finally show up, the ships are there, there's, there's no, no question. They will say E.T., so-called E.T., which, of course, we don't believe it's E.T. We believe that these are demonic forces. We'll say that they created all life on the planet. They started the world's civilizations. They started the world's religions. They did DNA upgrades on humans, early humans. And now, at this critical juncture in human history, they are back to usher mankind into a golden right, age. Right. And I think the upgrade she was talking about is this little chip. And this little chip, uh, which we took out yep. from this guy who had been abducted, he was implanted. I believe it will change the host's DNA. Right. Um, and that is the upgrade, where a person will then live three, four, five hundred years disease-free. Now, that's total conjecture on my part, but these entities, whoever they are... I, and again, I think it's a multifaceted, quote, satanic upgrade. I think there's going to be levels and stages to it. That when these things make their big debut, they're not going to. They're, and I believe what he's in reference to there with the chip is the mark of the beast. They're not. It's not going to be mark of the beast the next week. That's going to be a gradual process to get us there. So, it, it, but, but again, we're all kind of just speculating. La Marzuli, me, this particular gentleman that he's interviewing. Um, so anyway. And of course, we believe that they're a demonic, have spent an enormous amount of time and energy on this program. So when she talks about the upgrade, that rings bells for me. Your thoughts? Oh, I think that's the mark of the beast. I do uh, too. The other thing I have noticed, L.A., is when people do channel these entities, you can talk to your blue in the face and giving them evidence. You should be aware of what you're channeling because these things are very evil and they tell you the opposite thing. You're here for a higher purpose. Right. Uh, you've been yeah. chosen, uh, this, that, and the other. And if you do properly research, it's the absolute opposite. Exactly. I, I have another gentleman, a friend of they mine. They will appeal to your pride. You know, oh, you're special. You're this, you're that. All of this I, I, I stuff. Pride. You know, which pride, the, the, the biggest problem with pride is that it blinds you. So you, and I'm not even saying that this woman wasn't a nice lady. She, he even said she was a very nice lady. Uh, pride can manifest in different ways, and, and but you start to feel like you're special, and that and that you're on like you're you're one of the insiders, and in this type of thing, and yeah, it's it, an insider from a satanic perspective. Who used to uh, uh, work at the UFO meetup group in Vancouver? He's channeling these things. 
He's doing Buddhist meditation. Um, he is now saying he had a past life as a Nazi fighter pilot. Uh, there was Hitler was a great guy. Yeah, there was no really such good. thing as the Holocaust. Now give me a break. <laughs> I love that one. If somebody is actually saying stuff like that through channeling, what's that tell you? Sure. Right. They had totally deceived, or they have the spirit guide. I call it possession. Yeah, I and, call it a form of possession. And, and it is. If you've got a spirit guide, you are possessed, not fully, but you're definitely yeah. possessed in part. And, of course, once again, we're told not to do that. Um, <clears throat> did she give a timeline with this? You know, she says the upgrade is coming soon. Did she give a timeline? No, she said the, up, the, up, excuse me, she said the upgrade is almost complete. And she told me she's being blessed to serve this higher purpose. And I tried to explain her over and over again. And the other thing, which is very um, um, sort of uh, gave me the uh, willies, was she told me they're listening. They're always listening. She goes, they're listening right now. Right. Where did that come yeah, from? Exactly. And when she, she said that, I go, there's good watchers and bad watchers. And they are listening and they're watching us. And since they're watching us and listening right now, I said to her, just to let them know Jesus Christ is returning. Their time is running out. That's what I said. Good. Now, let's let's just go. I'm, I, I'm on this one email list from um, this stillness in the storm. There are informa- there's, there's reports in here that a lot of times are very good and factual, but it's commingled with all this other New Age garbage. But I again, I want to keep an eye on what the enemy's doing. And like I get these every day from this. Here's one. It just came out uh, today. Global Mind Energy Report. Impact of mass meditations. High. Uh, the following report details the current state of geomagnetic activity and resulting effects on human consciousness. This can be used to guide one's activities in meditation, mass meditation, personal energy work, and self-mastery principles. All of this is witchcraft. It, it's, it's new age witchcraft. And this is what's going on on a mass scale with a lot of different people and it's going to be mass which the reason that satan wants this is 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 they want this mass witchcraft to actually bring in the new world order uh even on matreya um their the uh, website with share international he talks about the day of declaration the day of declaration is only going to come about when there's enough people doing this invocation prayer of of see and it's, it's just like a vampire you know i've, I've said that before even the classical designations of a vampire, you always have to invite them in. Black-eyed children, they're always asking to come in because they don't have permission. There's some type of, of satanic limitations that they've got to have you inviting them in. It's the exact same dynamic with what we're talking about here. And, I mean, I'm just looking at this report here. Uh, and, I mean, they, they're going into all this garbage. Geomagnetic, geomagnetic activity is stable, steady at... Two of the KP index. Solar wind intensity is calm. The next Earth-facing coronal hole is set to impact the Earth midweek. And evidently, they're, they're, I don't know if they're timing their witchcraft, their basic mass meditations, all of this self-mastery and personal energy work with like the, the, um, the planets and, and what the sun is doing and the solar wind patterns. And then it says... For this next week, personal effects, high synchronicities, precognition, deja vu, energetic downloads. So I guess these are things you could expect from doing this mass meditation stuff. 
Um, co conductivity to cosmic energy systems. Social effects. High capacity for telepathic exchanges in small or large groups. Universal effects. High energy and information streaming in from celestial bodies like surrounding planets as well as stars in the galactic sun and other galaxies. Forecast. Meditations for the collective via outer work should have a high impact for 48 hours. So this is basically telling you how well your witchcraft is going to work um, how and, and what to expect and maybe when to even do it. And they're doing this every day. I'm getting an, another email from them like this. So, witches a lot of times, and I know a lot of these people would not even identify as being witches, but they're doing Satan's work. When they're doing, like, mass transcendental meditation or, or these meditations and channeling and all stuff, it's witchcraft. They're participating in witchcraft, whether they identify as a witch or not. It really doesn't matter to Satan, I don't think. So let's go further. Good luck. But yeah. I'm telling you, LA, it's such a, it's so disappointing that these people are being deceived. The nicest lady you've ever met, her daughter was like a sweetheart, and they're just being deceived. And there's so many, so many New Agers. It's a shame. Al, thanks so much. Thanks so much for coming on the record. Before I let you go, I just kind of want to wrap things up here. You know, folks, <clears throat> all this sounds incredibly bizarre. Read the book of Revelation. Read, read what happens in that seven-year period known as the time of Jacob's trouble or the Great Tribulation. Um, Paul tells us that Satan will come with all signs and lying wonders. Jesus tells us that even the elect would be deceived if that were possible. So, while, you know... Taking this out of context, and, and people watching on YouTube or wherever or Vimeo, it sounds alarming. It sounds beyond science fiction, and I totally understand that. The supernatural is real, and Jesus warns us it will be like the days of Noah when he returns. And what, in my opinion, what differentiates the days of Noah from any other time in history is the presence of the fallen angels having sex, creating a hybrid being yes. with human beings. Yes. That's that's what differentiates the days of Noah. Amen. That hybrid being was known as the Nephilim. Are we seeing this happen in modernity right now? In my opinion, we are. Yes. And, and Al's testimony, once again, points in that direction. So, folks, you got to do whatever you're going to do with that information. But this is cutting-edge stuff right here on Politics, Prophecy, and the Supernatural. Thank you, Gordy. Thank you, Al, for coming on the record. Really appreciate it. Okay, take care. All right. Remember, folks, I'll see you on the air or in the air. But before I go, one quick word about our sponsor, Jingos. This okay, so we have that. That was insightful. I mean, that was just <laughs> amazing. LA's got some really good... I, I just can't keep up with, with a lot of uh, everybody. But, yeah, that was a really... Uh, incredibly insightful report there that does so much confirmation confirming this stuff that we've talked about before. Uh, let me just see how long this next video is. Uh, it's not that long. D d okay, this next one is called Demonic Alien Abduction. Stop by calling on Jesus' name. So this is just a little more confirmation of what we're talking about here. Talk. They all were dealing with something that was very unusual from a human perspective this was something i felt that we needed an answer to this is joe jordan speaking who's done more research than anybody i know of on um i i think he's still on my email list haven't corresponded with him in a long time but uh uh yeah he he is the one that is the main person on planet earth that i know of that has done research and had 
confirm uh, over 400 cases of people he's interviewed that have stopped alien abductions by calling on the name of Jesus Christ and nobody wants, well, I don't say nobody, but nobody in the UFO community wants to know about it. They don't care. They don't want this. They, they don't want him at his conferences. They don't want, they, it's like all the stuff where all these people are, are uh, having these horrible, horrific experiences and very, very few of even the ones that are doing that want to know how to stop it if it involves Jesus Christ. Sure, if I got to wear tinfoil hats, sure, if I got to work with energy crystals, sure, if I got to do witchcraft or whatever to protect myself, but anything but getting saved, anything but but calling on the name of Jesus Christ, that's a lot of times the mindset you'll you'll see with these people. At this point in time, there were no answers. My name is Joe Jordan, and I'm the State Section Director for the Mutual UFO Network for Bavard County, Florida. I'm also Lead Field Investigator. When we get a call for an investigation, we take all the information we could over the phone, and then we send investigators out, sometimes myself, sometimes other investigators working with me, and we'd follow up to do an investigation report. To these people, they were sincere, they had sincere experiences, and they were looking, a lot of them looking for help, and they felt that being that we were involved as researchers and investigators, that we could be some help to them. My name is Joyce Ahrens. Um, I'm a floral designer. Well, I am separated from my husband. We've been separated for about five years. I have two children, a boy and a girl, and I have nine grandchildren. One abduction experience we had, both of us, and both of us remember this too. Um, I was laying in the bed, my husband and I, and I was laying on my right side. And all I could see when I opened my eyes, all I could see was this red light above the window. And I could see my husband's shoulder, but I was like paralyzed. His skin looked like elephant skin. He had the big bulbous head with the big wraparound eyes. As an honest researcher, I realized that I couldn't just count these people out because there's the stuff that they had was so bizarre. Whenever I went on board ship, the alien got, I mean, he got really mad at me because I had had my tubes tied after my daughter was born. He said, well, it doesn't make any difference because I can do it. Well, I honestly believe the next morning when I woke up, I was pregnant. Yeah, he undid the surgery. He, he, he undid the surgery. Or what he did is he took an egg from one of her ovaries fertilized it and then put it in her uterus and and um did it that way i'm not i'm not 100 percent sure but he the one particular way he rearranged it where she could get pregnant i mean they have advanced technology fallen angels we're dealing with here basically that type of technology it was about three months later i was abducted 
I said three months. And they took the child. Yep. That's what they A did. A little while later, they came again. And I was on board ship. And one of the aliens brought a child to me. How did that come from me? Because <laughs> it was How? so... It, it was a hybrid. How did that happen? So it's, it, you know... I mean, it was, it was an abomination, what they showed her. It was half, half, you know, alien, half human. And she's like, how could that come from me? Well, it wasn't all your genetics, only half of yours. And then you have that breeding with another human, and then you get a hybrid. Okay, that's not going to be able to pass for a human, the hybrids. What the hybrids do is they'll typically, um, they're kind of like behind the scenes, they're kind of like handlers of the hybrids. Okay, they're instructing them or whatever, but they can't present themselves out in public because they look too alien. Okay, and but the hubrids can. So this is how this is the hierarchy of, of things, just like on the Solomon Islands that I talked about. You've got the 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 giants. Okay, which let's say you've got a full regular giant. Okay, like the Bible. Sons of God saw their daughters of men, a fallen angel, you know, uh, interbreeding with the human. Okay, you have a full giant. And then you have that giant interbreeding with another human. So then you have a half-caste giant. And then you have that giant interbreeding with another human. And then you have a quarter-caste giant. And then you even go down to eighth-caste giants and sixteenth-caste. They still have a Nephilim bloodline. Okay, and every time the giants get smaller... Well, in this particular case, every time the giants get a little more human-looking, okay, and you know, typically they're they're. I mean, as 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 you go down and cast, let's say a um, a fully cast giant is not going is is going to be a lot more wicked than like a quarter cast because it's got a lot more fallen angel in it, okay. Whereas a quarter cast giant has a lot more humanity in it. Still, it's still unredeemable, you know. It, it's still an abomination. And, and all that stuff, but it's it's not as probably overtly wicked as a full, uh, fully cast giant. But all the same, it's just a different levels of wickedness that you'd be dealing with here. So she's crying in this interview. Poor thing. There's millions of these people. Millions. Most of the research is in the realm that said it wasn't possible to, to stop an experience. Huh. Knowing that, I called some of the leading researchers in the country. So I said, guys, I've got a very unusual case here. This man, we'll use the name Bill, and during his experience, <gasps> in fear, he calls out, Jesus, 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 or Jesus, please help me. By calling out, he abruptly stops his abduction experience. Amen. These entities can be stopped in the name and authority of Jesus Christ. Watch down in Coco. This was after I accepted Jesus Christ. They tried. So she got saved. Okay, the the lady that had been abducted multiple times and impregnated. Now she got saved, and she went. Uh, they tried to abduct her again. To come, and I kept saying no. No, you're not doing this. 
And I took on the empowerment of Jesus Christ. Amen. And I stopped that. Amen. For we wrestle not <laughs> yeah. flesh and blood. Praise the Lord. These are spiritual entities. Taking on the empowerment of Jesus Christ puts a stop to a lot of things. Amen. And he's helped me a great deal. It's as simple <laughs> as that. Thank you, Lord. Takes faith. As we study the passages in the Bible that describe what we call the end times, it's interesting that one of the characteristics that shows up in Daniel 2 is that it says they will mingle themselves with, with, with the seed of men. Now, in order for them to mingle with the seed of men, the they have to be something other than the seed of men. So it's just a hint, exactly. but it's a profound hint that somehow in the end times there's going to be again some kind of commingling, some kind of yes. intrusion into the genetic DNA makeup of people. That's Which would further confirm what Jesus says, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the days, days of the Son of Man. They were mingling self, themselves with the seed of man in Genesis 6. It was the main thing they were doing. And then it says in the book of Daniel, regarding the end times that we're moving into, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men. But then it also goes on to say, but they shall not cleave. Cleave means to aptly fit or to fit well. So I don't think this time around it's been as easy for them to implement their breeding program. I've, I've heard a lot of reports that that is the case. That this time it's been much harder for them to actually get all this thing going and off the ground. Whereas in Genesis 6 and Noah's day, I don't really think they had any parameters or restrictions put upon them. And eventually God had to wipe the whole world out with a flood, save the eight people on the flood, on the, on the ark, and the animals that were in the ark. You know, that's how bad it got in Noah's day, but as a parallel at least. It would be a contaminant that would be part of the end times. And that's why there's so much scholastic interest in this UFO business, in the abduction narratives and, and reports. And we may very well be being plunged into a period of time about which the Bible says more than it does about any other period of time in history, including the time of the Gospels when Jesus walked the shores of Galilee. Yeah. Amen. So we have that. Um, little lighthearted, more lighthearted discussions today. Um, now, uh, I'm just going to see if I'm going to play this next one here. I think I have enough time here. UFO investigator, this is Joe Jordan, the guy we just heard. Um, that was Chuck Missler at the end, Joe Jordan at the beginning, and then one lady in Joe Jordan going back and forth. Um, this is Joe Jordan, 400 plus cases, Jesus stops alien abductions. And, um, one comment read, uh, let me just see if I should. Well, one comment about the video we're going to be listening to said, her name is Trudy. I had an experience a couple of years ago with a demonic paralysis whilst I was resting on my bed, but not asleep. A small demonic entity came at me from the side of the bed. I mean, it doesn't have to be like this supposed gray alien thing, okay? There's all different ways this can happen, okay? Uh, Satan has a lot of different entities in his kingdom that he can try to throw at you. She said, it all happened so fast, I couldn't move at all. And when I tried to call out for Jesus, nothing came out. I couldn't speak, but the moment I realized that an audible voice said to me, say it in your mind, say it in your mind. Um, I've been through a very similar experience too, just can supernatural 
in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com. You'll find my teaching I've done that. I had a very similar experience, but it wasn't a gray alien in that particular case. I believe it was like the Grim Reaper trying to kill me. But anyway, um, so say it in your mind, say it in your mind. I did that straight away, and as soon as I said, Jesus is my Lord and Savior, in my mind, the demon disappeared in an instant. It was terrifying at the time, but that experience taught me that Jesus' name is powerful weapon against demons. I'm not afraid now. I don't give... I don't know if that was Jesus or an angel that told me what to do, but it certainly uh, has given me, well, probably the Holy Spirit lives inside you, uh, but it's certainly given me the confidence to know that God gives believers this power over demons. Just calling on Jesus' name, I know for sure that I am under God's protection. So let's go ahead and roll this little video here. We came across a particular video we had done six months before, before we came to the truth. We had videoed this person in his home. We had sat there right in front of him, listening to him, watched him, never heard a word he said. The video caught it, though. It's interesting. Went back and played this particular video, and this is what we found. What follows is the case of Bill D's experience that took place in Christmas, Florida in 1976. His abduction started out typically late at night in bed. Earlier in the evening, he saw some anomalous lights through the living room window over a forest north of his house. He assumed it was a police helicopter searching for drug runners or something. Whatever it was, it agitated his dogs for several hours thereafter. He eventually went to bed. He was lying in bed, kept wide awake by the barking dogs when paralysis set in. He was unable to cry out. He could, he could see nothing but a whitish gray, like a mist or a fog. Although he sensed someone or something was in his room. His wife didn't awaken. The next thing he knew, he was being levitated. So he was in sleep paralysis, which is absolutely typical. Of his bed. He then had the sensation he was being suspended by what felt like a pole inserted into his rectum. By this time, he was alive with terror, but couldn't scream. Here's where the story becomes very interesting. The following is an excerpt taken directly from a transcript of Mr. D's interview. I thought I was having a satanic experience, that the devil had gotten a hold of me, and had shoved a pole up my rectum, and was holding me up in the air. So helpless, I couldn't do anything. I said, Jesus, Jesus, help me or Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. When I did, there was a feeling or a sound or something that either my words that I had thought or the words that I had tried to say or whatever had hurt whatever was holding me up in the air on this pole. And I felt like it was withdrawn and I fell. I hit the bed because it was like I was thrown back in the bed. I really can't tell, but when I did, my wife woke up and asked why I was jumping on the bed. Typical type of experience. I hear this many times, you know, same scenarios. In all the research we had done, we had never heard of a case of anybody stopping an experience. All the researchers, the top researchers, were saying that this could not be done. Well, this was before he had this revelation. This was when he was in MUFON, and MUFON's not Christian. 
Okay, MUFON's basically, I really believe MUFON is ultimately there to suppress this stuff. Ultimately. I think maybe at the beginning they were more, had a better um, agenda, but that it got very much corrupted. And like that place that I went down to in Port Charlotte where they, that, uh, it's called the Northport Devil, that I went and confronted in, in that guy's house and in the woods and that wild night I had down there. It's in the supernatural teaching I did. Um, MUFON had been there and basically just suppressed it all. They just basically swept it under the rug. But see, what happens is, is when MUFON goes out there and says, oh, there's really, ah, you know, whatever, man, maybe there's something going on here, and gives it kind of a thumbs down, then a lot of times people back off and they say, well, there must not be much going on there. It's a way to actually suppress the information and to downplay it, really. You couldn't stop an abduction experience. They had no record of it. So here I am with a case where a guy says he called out in the name of Jesus and stopped an experience. Was this one case unusual? But I knew I had something powerful. When God showed me to go back and look at this video, I knew this was something unique. And if I could confirm that it wasn't just unique in that one case, then this could be absolutely huge in the UFO community. I contacted these top researchers in the country. I said, guys, I've got a case here. I don't know what to make of it. I shared them the case. Each time I did, they asked, can we go off the record? And I said, sure. I can't tell you their names, but I can tell you what they said. Each one of them said, yes, sir, we've come across cases like this ourselves, where they've been able to stop it using prayer or Jesus' name. I said, excuse me, how come we have never seen this documented? You're telling us otherwise, that it can't be done, it can't be stopped. First answer they usually gave us, we didn't know what to make of it. I yeah. would have been fine with that. The second answer is what puzzled me and got me kind of angry. They, because it was that one that I want you to hear for sure. They said we couldn't go there because it might affect our credibility in the realm. Yeah, the credibility in the UFO realm. I mean, come on. Really? The bottom line is that they can say that all day long, but really what it is is these are unsaved people that ultimately are not serving God, and every devil in hell is probably telling them, don't, don't talk about this Jesus thing. Don't, don't tell people that that's the way to stop the abductions. You'll lose your credibility. You'll look like you're some kind of religious freak. You know, you'll, you know, there's, there's no way you can verify it. Just sweep it under the rug. And that's what MUFON is there to do, essentially. And all of these other secular UFO uh, things, they have their new age version of Jesus, but it's never the biblical version. And they're just part of the problem. Stephen Greer included and everyone else, like Corey Good and, and all these other freaks that are out there. And I've played, I've played interviews of Corey Good and that other guy that says the the um, reincarnation of Edgar Casey or whatever. You know, they're just they're they're just they're Satan's minions. They're literally doing his bidding. But I'm keeping track of them because I, I want to kind of know where they're at on this whole timetable thing and, and what they're saying because they're going to probably be at the spirit tip of the deception. Do I hear cover up? Did I mention government? No, I didn't. What I'm telling you is there's a cover-up about this information, and has been, 
by the top researchers that you people rely on to hear the truth from. I said to them, you know, guys, I got nothing to lose. I work for a living. I don't write books. I don't do all this stuff that you do. I said, I just want to document this as a researcher. So I went after those cases because I now knew they were there. Over the next 10 years, I have now worked with over 400 cases of people that have been able to stop the abduction experience in the name and authority of Jesus Christ. And I believe this can be translated over into these cryptozoological creatures, Bigfoot, dog, whatever. You know, we're just dealing with pure evil here. We're dealing with just different flavors of different evil entities. And this is a big message I would just love to get out to the church at large. But just so few are willing to even look at this information. It just scares people and, you know, the whole thing about losing credibility or whatever. You know, so there's so many barriers people have in their mind about this. This is documented evidence. Okay? Documented evidence. I questioned, I had to show biblically if this was relating to the Bible, where did the authority come from? Back to Ephesians. At the end of Ephesians, in that chapter, talking about spiritual warfare, after putting on the whole armor of God, which is defense, protection, these people were showing that there was an offensive move. Yes. An offensive move. You can be in defense with protection, but to defeat the enemy, these entities, Amen. you have to do something offensive. Yes. Ephesians 6.19, And for me, that utterance may be given unto me, that I may open my mouth boldly. That's what these people have done in yes. the presence of these entities. Right. To make known the mystery of the gospel. What's that mystery? This is where the authority comes that they're able to stop these entities because it's Christ in you. That power was passed down from God to the Son, Father to the Son, over everything above the earth, on the earth, and below the earth. When you become a Christian, give yourself to Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the indwelling of the Holy Spirit passes that authority on to you. Mm, praise the Lord. Talk about high technology Woo! from planets from who knows where, I don't think this is what we're dealing with. And all this supposed high technology that, that they seem to have, guess what? It takes only one name <laughs> yeah. to put them in their place. <laughs> Woo, that's awesome. Praise the we Lord. We are dealing with a huge, probably the most important deception on humanity. These are entities masquerading as high technological aliens. Yes. But they can be defeated by one name. I have case upon case upon case upon case that can prove that. So as my old Baptist preacher used to say, if that don't get you fired up, your wood's wet. Uh, that is, I mean, it's honestly, it is the good news. Like, Jesus being the centrality of the good news of the gospel. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth on him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And he has all authority. You know, which we can, we can um, invoke through, through his name. As a born-again Christian. To defeat these entities. And, um, man, I mean, that's... That is some awesome stuff.
So anyway, that's all I have for part two. Let's go to part three next.